This whole ceremony is a sham. Because that man standing in front of you is not the Archbishop of Canterbury. I don't say I didn't try to warn you. What are you talking about? Oh, Jerry, I'm surprised at you. <laughs> what? It's a con. These agencies are usually a front for some money laundering scheme. Or they're bunco artists. Bilking people out of their life savings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you get this? The alternative media, Jerry. That's where you hear the truth. Do you or do you not have tattooed on your bottom the words, Jesus is coming, look busy? Are you insane? Well, let's find out, shall we? Come on, over. Come on, let's have a look. God save the king, right? So they say. I don't know if I buy it or not. Good morning, America. Welcome to another episode of What the Frock with me, Rabbi Dave. And me, Friar Rod. Who, while he is not in fact English, we're doing this early today because he has to watch yes. Premier League soccer today. Of, of course, yes. Because Newcastle's playing this morning. <clears throat> Our season. Pardon me. I have gunk in my throat for some reason. Decided to manifest. Just, just, just decided to, to happen right <clears throat> now. Yeah. I had a little bit this morning, but I've been up since 530 because I have a cat. Actually, my wife has a cat. We've talked about the cat before. Yeah. And the cat does not understand that just because the sun is up does not mean that I need to be up. Which brings us to yesterday's events. Uh, we had talked last week, Rod, about doing a live play-by-play -play of the coronation of King Chuck III. That was until we found out that it was going to be like at 3 o'clock in the morning or something. Which we like should that, have right? known because yeah. England, for some reason... the Premier League, we know that there's an eight-hour time difference for us on the West Coast here. Right. So we should have known that. I, I, we should have known that from Diana's funeral because Diana's funeral was in the middle of the night. All those yeah. years ago, which I wasn't going to watch either, but I ended up wide awake because of a medical emergency hmm. that necessitated me being awake, and um, I managed to watch all of Diana's funeral because it was the only thing on yeah. every channel. Of course. So I ended up watching that, but I did not get up at three in the morning to watch the coronation because I figured that you could... Uh, Tune into the BBC this morning, the Beeb yeah. as they call it, and get the highlights. They're all over the place. Right, including Instagram, which is where I saw most of it. <laughs> pretty uh, pretty innocuous, I guess, as coronations go. It wasn't three hours. Did you know that this is only the second televised coronation in the history of England? I didn't. I didn't know. Queen Elizabeth that. was the first, hmm. which is probably well, why it lasted so long. She did. Yeah, she did live frickin' forever. Well, yeah, but the coronation, nobody knew that. When yeah. she was coronated, which is still not a verb from last week, but but I've made it one. I've decided that coronate, to coronate someone is, is now a verb. <clears throat> well, look, there's Prince Harry <laughs> coming in by himself. Well, there's a couple other people around him into Westminster. Sure. So he's already back in California. I don't know if he knew that. Yeah, he left as soon as it was over. Shared a joke with his cousin Charlotte or something. 
Mm-hmm. The cameras caught them giggling. And then as soon as it was over, he was gone. And he did not get to speak. Prince William did. As the Prince of Wales, he got to kiss his father on the cheek and pledge fealty and loyalty to mm-hmm. his liege. All right. So, I, again, I didn't watch the whole thing. Big Daddy Chuck. Right. Um, the parts of it that you've seen, did it seem like Chuck was really into this or not? It didn't. And here's the weirdest question of the day. It may be a trick of of the photographer. It may be a forced perspective thing. I don't know. Is Camilla's crown bigger than his? Uh, it looked like it to me. It certainly maybe, looks maybe bigger. Her, yeah, maybe her head's smaller. I don't know. But it looks like the crown is bigger. I mean, it really does. And they're standing side by side on the balcony. But it sure looks like her crown is bigger. Than hmm. But it's got to be heavy. <laughs> it certainly looks like it. I didn't realize that they undressed him hmm. to anoint him. They uh, they actually have to undress him. I didn't know that. They they have a modesty modesty screen that they put up and <laughs> buying this thing. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No. I didn't know it either. I read that this morning. Hmm. Like, well, that's weird. Didn't see that in Johnny English. No. But anyway. <laughs> which, which is the limit of what Americans get from how they learn about the coronation stuff. <laughs> do you or do you not? Jesus is coming. Look busy. Tattooed across your butt. God, I love that line. I've been to Westminster Abbey. I don't know if you ever have. It's an no, impressive place. Um, it, it, you know, you, you walk through that building and it's a thousand years of English speaking history. Mm-hmm. But the only thing your tour group cares about is Elton John. Where was Elton John's piano during Princess Diana's funeral? Oh, my gosh. It's a it's a scary I mean, thing. I wouldn't even think about that. So there's a lot of stuff we could talk about with this. Mm-hmm. But and I say this from the bottom of my American heart. I just don't care. Yeah. It's just I mean I get that Chuck has done his best to reflect the reduced role of the royalty in England now. Mhm. But the reaction to this amongst the he nation is not liked. He is not liked at all. Well, is it him or is it the royalty in general that aren't liked? That's the question. I think it's both, but I think they really don't like him. I don't think you would have seen it if it would have been his son being coronated. So here in America, we do this thing before games where we do the national anthem. Mm -hmm. And we have occasional guests and we, we have military people and it's all contrived. Mm-hmm. See, I'm looking at pictures of the crowns sitting side by side. And in the picture, his crown looks bigger. But when they wear them, hers looks way bigger. Sorry. He's always been portrayed with a big head, though, hasn't he? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe it's the ears. Sorry, Maybe. I got distracted by stuff I shouldn't get distracted by because the BBC <laughs> is rewriting the whole thing. And Anyway. So at our sporting events, we do these things. Mm-hmm. And it is a national tradition that when someone messes with the national anthem, whether that's Rosie O'Donnell grabbing her crotch or someone badly lip syncing, someone badly lip syncing to it or reacting in a way that isn't we on the right, we on the conservative right 
go, what's the technical term for it? Bonkers. I was going to say ape shit, but, you know, it's the same thing, I guess, right? Yeah. Just Rod wanted to avoid that. Is this an explicit episode? Check mark. Yes or no? And I don't well, care. Well, it is now. So it is it now. Is now. So at any rate. Damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when when that happens, we're supposed to go bonkers on the air and criticize this and, and, and all that. So in England... Well, I guess technically the kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. they too have sports, although technically it's soccer, which is debatable. It's football. Right. <laughs> Except that it's not. Uh, at any rate, so prior to the games yesterday, which was the coronation day, See, now they normally don't play right. their national anthem. We, I games. think we are the only country that does. Yeah. And we force Canada to do it, which is kind of <laughs> cool because, you know, we're like the bigger brother and we just tell them what sure. to do. And yeah. Canada says, okay, okay we want to. <laughs> but, yeah. Since we're in explicit mode. Right. <laughs> so now they're showing the, the modesty screen being put up so he can be undressed. So Chuck is technically naked during the coronation. During the coronating. Actually naked? They're, they're actually or, showing them pulling the robes off or, him now. Or is he in long johns? Well, they're putting up a modesty screen. Why would they do that if he's just in long johns? Well, because, you know, well, the there is new clothes. Okay, so hang on now, because there is an element of this that we haven't talked about, and that is the fact that they have to check him to make sure that he is, in fact, male. That's one of the duties of the archbishop. The archbishop actually okay. he has to sit on the chair, which has a hole in it. Turn your head and cough. And he has to check... To make sure that he's uh, he's all there. We forgot about that, that he's part. he's binary. <laughs> right. So that's part of the modesty screen stuff, I guess. Anyway, okay. now they're past that. Look, now they're part- looking for tattoos. <laughs> yes. Do you or do you not have Jesus is coming? Look busy. Tattooed on your bottom. <laughs> Let's check. I don't know why I love that line so much. <laughs> There are just a few movie lines that really get me. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Is is That's the all-time king. Sure. See, every time on the radio I would get stuck on something, that's what John would do. He would look at me and go, I have nipples, Dave. Can you milk me? And I would lose it because <laughs> that line for some reason just kills me. Yeah. But this line about the Archbishop of Canterbury, do you or do you not have Jesus coming? You look busy tattooed on your body. <laughs> Love that line from Shawnee English. Anyway, where were we? Oh, sports. yeah, sports. Sports, where we sing the national anthem prior to the game. We're the only ones that yeah. do that. But apparently yesterday, by some sort of mandate, and I'm not clear on whom the mandate it, came from. It, what, it really wasn't a mandate because I know this the soccer clubs. It was only the, the ones that were, I think, in the London area that were playing near the coronation area. That were instructed they should, you know, they should play. They had the option of not because. Except it that it little, wasn't an option from what I understand. Yeah. Well, I mean. It know, became not. a mandatory option. Yeah. And so, yeah. The English being who they are. So this is what <laughs> surprises me. Okay. Even if you're just dealing with the London crowd. Yeah. On the day of the coronating of King Chuck the Third. They play the national anthem for the... Number one, I'm surprised they even played the games, to be honest with you. 
Yeah. I feared they would delay, at least delay them, right? No, they didn't. No. The Premier League said, he's just the king, and we are the real king. Well, there were no games playing, actually, during the 3 a.m. Oh, well, yeah, but, okay, that's our time, right? Yeah. All right. They were all later games. Okay. So maybe so they did bump them later. Maybe they did schedule know. them later, which makes sense. But now the national anthem, which is my country, tis of thee. God save the king. No, my country, tis of thee. Sweet land of liberty. Well, of yeah, that's the... Which we stole from them, much as yeah. we did the na- our national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner, much as we did Yankee Doodle. We just <laughs> said, this is ours now. Go away. Thanks, Thanks for that. <laughs> Because America, at its heart, is a gullyard nation. That's right. <laughs> Take what we want, give nothing back. Anyway, so their national anthem, God Save the King, or Queen, depending on sure. what the Archbishop found when he was reaching under there. And maybe he found Jesus is coming, look busy, tattooed on the king's maybe. butt. It's quite possible. So, surprising to me was the reaction, which I did not watch. But your, I did. Our, our uh, Premier League expert did. I, I was watching the Liverpool game, and and it was it was hilarious because the fans started booing and hissing and chanting something. I couldn't quite understand what they were chanting, but nobody they were can. so nobody could ever so loud. Yeah, that you couldn't tell the the national anthem was playing. Only in little bits and pieces you would get a little clip of a couple of notes or something going on. So they totally drowned out. God save the king. And what's the reaction to this, do you think? What's, what's the national reaction to this? Liverpool, which is, of course, the home of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. How does they the knew co- it was coming? Right. They, they, they knew it was going to happen. If they knew so. it was coming, why did they do it? Why, why didn't they say, well, we have the option not to? And yeah. Well, we're just not going to do this. I don't know. Here in America. We the commentators were, were dead quiet, though. Right. <laughs> so they didn't see anything. Unlike Glenn Kuyper. Um, yeah. We... <laughs> Here in America, we would be going literally snake shit. We 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 would yeah. We'd be going bonkers. Sorry, we'd be we'd be we'd be screaming and yelling. How dare these people insult the national anthem? Yeah, and by extension, King Chuck. Mm-hmm. But the reaction over there seems much more subdued. In fact, I have seen literally no commentary from anybody over there. Mm-mm. It's like eh, no biggie. We didn't want to hear it anyway. Yeah. And so they didn't. They just sort of blew it off. And I, I'm wondering what that – I, I, there's a part of me that says, okay, I'm a conservative, I'm a veteran. I consider myself to be very patriotic. Okay, this is a true story. It's a little embarrassing. When I was a young man, high school age, mm-hmm. used to build model ships. Love the Navy. You know this. Oh, yeah. And all of my model ships had American flag flying on them. Even the ships that were not American had American flag flying on them. That's funny. And every morning at 8 o'clock, I turned on my stereo, which my parents bought me and regretted for many, many years. Uh, and we played the national anthem. And I stood at attention and saluted the flags. I'm not making this up. I did that. Okay. To this day, I live two miles from mm-hmm. – there's two bases, Keyport and Bangor. And they have some serious – Serious PA systems. Yeah. And I can walk out on my front lawn at 8 o'clock and at sundown and hear colors. 
And, of course, 8 a.m. colors comes with the national anthem. So you're going to miss it this morning. If I happen to be outside, and I'm not outside every day at 8 a.m., obviously, but if I am outside, I stop, I come to attention on my lawn while my neighbors drive by and look look, at me weird. Dave's a a garden gnome again. Right. I, I do that. But it seems like in England, at least, nobody cares. No. And I'm wondering how do you... Is it just because they're a thousand years old as a as a as a country? They've been doing this since ten sixty six. I I think in large part it's Chuck. I, I really do. I don't think he's he has the respect of his people. He does. I don't he think he does. Oh, well, Camilla so. certainly looks uh, uncomfortable getting her crowned. Mm-hmm. Crowning, crowned is not a verb. I know that. Yeah. At any rate. It's strange to me. It really is the fact that there's so much pomp and circumstances here, mm-hmm. and yet at the same, do they not memorize the speech they give as they put the crown on? There's a guy holding the sheet, and it's highlighted in yellow. You can see it as he's read, the archbishop is reading it. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted again. Is that what happens naturally to a country as it ages? It just doesn't care about those things anymore. They obviously care about this pomp and circumstance stuff. Well, and, you know, I, I think it has to do with the leader. You know, I'm, I'm going back to Chuck, but I think even in the U.S., right? You know, people aren't thrilled about Biden. Well, yet know, they showed I up think. to his inauguration, and then see, because remember when when Obama was inaugurated, we had Yo Yo Ma and. Yeah billion people and then when trump was inaugurated we had big arguments about how many people actually showed up do we stop sports for the inauguration we we do not generally in fact in 1963 one league didn't even stop sports for the assassination of president kennedy the national football league said now we're busy (laughs) i'm not kidding pete rosell to the day he died said that was his biggest regret was not canceling those games. Yeah. Now we did for nine eleven. We said, well, you know, nobody can fly, so I guess we'll have to. Yeah. Cancel the games. I don't know. It, it strikes me as odd. The whole thing just strikes. Again, I love Westminster Abbey. I've been there. It is. Mm-hmm. It is an incredible building. When you think about English language history, that place is amazing. Queen Elizabeth the first is buried there. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, there, there are the whole floor is just a cemetery. You don't realize that looking at it on TV, but the floor unless is they just do a, the, the, unless they show the down. They've right. shown some of the images of, right. of the floor. People are just buried everywhere in there. Yeah, and then there's Poets Corner, which was my favorite part because this is where poets are buried, mm-hmm. right? And I'm standing there. This was in 1997, September of 1997. So I'm standing in Poets Corner. I have my hands on Jeffrey Chaucer's ossuary, Hmm. which is where his bones are. Anyway, I'm standing there with my hands touching, which you're probably not supposed to do, but I did it anyway. Jeffrey Chaucer's ossuary. Those of you not keeping up, I'm an English language nerd. Okay? Yeah. And I'm just... That's why he's creating verbs. Yeah. I'm just overcome with the emotion of this moment. Dylan Thomas is buried over there. Mm-hmm. Poets all around. This place is incredible. Over there is Isaac Newton. You know, and I'm just, I'm just like, 
filled with awe. And I turned to share this with my then wife, now ex-wife, who has her arms folded and this kind of sideways look on her face. And I started to say, did you ever imagine being in such a place like this? But before I can open my mouth, she turns to the tour guide and says, can you just show us where the piano was for Elton John for the funeral? Princess Di's funeral. (laughs) I'm like, okay, we are on two divergent paths here. Yes. Hey, I mean, I like Elton John's music, but it's freaking Westminster Abbey. Mm-hmm. Now, people are bowing to him as he walks. Some people are. Some people are not. That's weird. Mm-hmm. You'd think they all would. You'd think they would. If it was Elizabeth, do you think they would? Uh, probably. If, if, if it was William, do you think they would? Probably. Which brings me to... It's Chuck. The, it, it is Chuck. So this brings me to the real question that I have about the coronation. Mm-hmm. Chuck is 74 years old. Yeah. How long until the next one? Uh, I want to have a pool. I really do. I want to have a pool about how long until the next coronation. Less than 20? Oh, easily less than 20. Yeah. Well, although his mom lived to what? 90 something. 98, 99. He just looks so damn happy. He just looks like he's like thinking about, you know. It's good to be king, Dave. How do I take over America again? (laughs) It's good to be king. (laughs) Jeez. What do you think? Ten years, five years? Yeah, yeah, let us know. (sighs) WTF at whatthefrock.org. We'll start a pool. We'll, we'll even have a prize. I don't know what it'll be, but it'll be a good prize. Yeah. For whoever gets closest on this. Because I just feel like uh, I just feel like it's not going to be that long. Now, here's the real question. If he so what what is Camilla's role? If he dies, does she become queen? I don't know. No, she's titled queen. But there right. was that that was a controversy in and of itself. Right. Right. Because, anyway, not that I care about the royal family, because I really don't. I quit caring about the royal family in 1775. But can't turn on the TV. My choice is fascinating. Yeah. So, I mean, from a historical standpoint, it's interesting to watch. My TV choices this morning are a replay of the coronation on the BBC or Texas. And, frankly, I don't really want to watch either one of them, but Mm -mm. the games haven't started yet. Not that I was going to watch those, but... The Orioles play, I think, at nine. Oh, okay. So Newcastle and Arsenal, eight thirty. <sighs> okay, I can give you twenty minutes of that and shift over to the baseball <laughs> game. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Dave. I'm Rod. And, of course, the other big controversy in the nation today, mm-hmm. in case you're not paying attention, and I don't know who you would be if 
I suppose it's possible that you you haven't heard of this. It's possible. But it seems unlikely because even Congress people are tweeting about this man who was murdered by this uncaring white person on a subway in New York who put him in a chokehold, quote unquote, and just murdered him for being homeless in New York. You've heard this story, I'm sure. Uh, I have, yeah. This story is going to raise a lot of questions because this is a great example of narratives Mm -hmm. and fitting. See, now they're showing them on the balcony, and I swear to God, her crown is bigger than his. Measure their heads. Stick your fingers up and measure (sighs) their heads. I should take a picture of it is what I should do, but I just don't care that much. But it's driving me nuts. Why is her crown bigger? look bigger than his? Sorry. Got distracted again. Which is potentially a, a mental illness. I don't know. Could be. So the, the debate over this is becoming it, – it, it's one of narrative. It really is because the, the left is positioning this as this guy was, was just wantonly murdered because uh-huh. he was homeless and hungry in, on the subway in London. It, Whereas New York. New York, I'm sorry, you're right. New York. <laughs> wow. He's got London on a brain. I do. I certainly do. Whereas the other narrative is this guy was a problem child. Mm-hmm. This guy had been arrested many times. He was aggressive. He was mean. He was threatening people. And, yeah. you know, what are you supposed to do? At yeah, what if, he's, point, if he's acting out and being violent, that's what I thought he was being restrained from. Right. Some years ago, some of you may remember this. Many of you may not. I don't know. Uh, it, this would have been around 1980. I want to say three, but it might have been later. Okay. Young man riding the subway. And he was he was tired of being harassed on the subway. And so he pulled out a gun and shot four people. Bernie, Bernie Getz. Mm-hmm. If you remember that. So this is nothing new. I mean, this has happened before in in weird ways. But I don't know. There's this there's this element to this story of mental illness. And that's what bothers me, I guess. Because we say, well, he was mentally ill. And there are now circulating on the interwebs, if you're paying attention, video after video after video of this sort of crap happening on the New York subways, mm-hmm. not from the guy Neely who was who was killed. This is happening every day, seemingly, on every line in the New York subways, which bothers me because I want to go to New York soon, but I feel like that's part of the New York experience is riding the subway, but, but yeah. now I'm not so sure I want to do that. Think. Well, I mean, it just seems like it. I mean, going back to Welcome Back Cotter, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So here's the real question that's boiling in my mind, Rod, which is if we say that this is just mental illness, these people are mentally ill, and we should be compassionate, and we should be willing to tolerate this because it's not real in their heads, Is we that should a be viable, affirming them. Yeah. Is that a viable option? To leave them alone? 
And be tolerant of to, it? I don't to be tolerant so. of it because it's just mental illness. It's just. No. So the real question is, why is the left so in favor of not treating mental illness? Well, because they want it. They, they don't want to treat it because if you, I mean, God, I sound like a conspiracy theorist here. Okay. If you treat mental illness, then you don't have a problem anymore. And if you don't have a problem anymore, then you don't need government to solve your problem anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you put all these people in institutions, then nobody has any reason to complain to government about, we need your help. You, you must do something. Yeah. Because there isn't a problem. I, 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 I realize that's an oversimplification of things, but here's my, here's my problem with this, Rod. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, and and you can see it in these videos, folks. I mean, they're all over the, the web now, especially on Twitter. There's a whole stream of them on Twitter about people post. There's a video. I almost can't stand to watch it. It's another one of these crazy, mentally ill people mm-hmm. sitting down next to a woman, grabbing her by the hair, and she's mouthing to people around her, help me. And they're just filming it. Yeah. And he gets up and drags her to the next car, and nobody does a damn thing. It's it's bizarre. This is going on more and more. My my problem with this mental illness argument is that I'm not convinced, and I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a psychiatrist, I don't even play one on TV, I did not stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. I don't think that the entirety of it is mental illness. I think, based on my own experience... Mm-hmm. That much of this is learned behavior. In other words, these folks have learned that if they behave this way, they will get what they want. That could very well be. I've seen it. In my own world, I have seen this more often than not. You can blame the mental illness. You can say, well, I'm bipolar, I'm this, I'm that, schizophrenic, whatever. Sure. doesn't matter. But if you have learned that if you behave this way, if you grab a woman by her hair and drag her into the next car, somebody's going to come along and give you money or food or whatever it is you want to stop doing that, yeah. as opposed to anything else, any other way of dealing. And I, and I realize that puts me in something of a minority, and I realize it's controversial, but sorry. Contra- what would be the breakdown though, for that, right? Because there's going to be still mental illness there. There Some is it- still mental illness. I'm not saying they're not mentally ill. What I'm saying is even even in the mental illness, they have learned that if they behave in a violent manner, they can they extort get what they money. Want. Yeah. They, they can extort, right? Right. In their heads, do they know that this behavior is not acceptable, that they shouldn't do this? Is there a basic human element somewhere that says, you know, attacking people is... Not a good does, idea. Does the psychopath know that they're in the wrong? Psychopath doesn't care. Doesn't care. That's the so. definition of psych. It, it, there's an old saying, anybody can commit a murder, but only a psychopath doesn't think about the consequences. Yeah. Because of learned behavior. They've learned that they can get away with it. They've learned mm-hmm. that. I just, I, I watch these videos, and I've watched the video of the man who was killed, and I, and I just... <laughs> Knowing that this was not a one-time occurrence, this guy mm-hmm. didn't just drift onto the subway and go, 
I'm he crazy. He rested like 19 times or yeah, something like that? Yeah, this has like, been going on for a long time. And yeah. But he had learned that, okay, if I get arrested, I mean, Ron, I used to deal with homeless people in Modesto. Mm-hmm. I know homeless people who would go and throw bricks through windows, not because they hated the window or the store owner or anything else, but because they knew if they got arrested, they'd have a cot and three meals. Mm-hmm. And so they would intentionally get themselves arrested by doing stupid crap to to do that. Did this guy learn after 19 arrests that, hey, if I behave crazy, they'll take me to a place where I'm safe? Mm-hmm. Did, did, is that an element of this? Mm, probably. And yet this time he runs into a Marine. Former Is he a Marine or a former Marine? I'm not clear. Former Marine. Who was tired of people putting up the city and we have another Bernhard Getz situation. Yeah. Only this time we have Congress people who are willing to turn this into a racist. Yeah. You know, this, this, he was just homeless. He was just hungry. He just wanted something to eat. That doesn't give them the excuse to, to threaten or hurt people. Right. I don't know. I'm, would you ride the subway if you went to New York right now? No. Well, I have no desire to go to New York. There are some things that I wouldn't mind seeing, but my desire to not go to New York is much greater than my desire to see certain things. See, sites. I have this weird fantasy. I, I'd like to live in New York. Of course, I only want to do it if I can do it on the Upper West Side, but I at least want to stay there for a while. I at least... You know, this one two-day visit thing, great. Yeah. But I'd like to be there for, you know, three, six months. What To kind of really get into the New York feel. I like New York City. I've been there, but never long enough to really enjoy it. Yeah, I have, to my wife's chagrin, because she would like to go to New York, I'm like, I, yeah, you're welcome to go. I don't, I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. It's a weird... It's a weird thing. I will grant you that. And my ancestors are from that area, from New York. Mine are not. <laughs> mine, mine are from the south, the deep south. But on po- well, I don't know. The Bowman side's from Pennsylvania. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I'm concerned about this idea that you know. And if it was again, if it was a one-off, you'd go mm, okay. But hundreds of these videos today. Mm-hmm. showing people being assaulted, attacked, insulted, harassed, and nobody does anything. This woman is Besides literally mouthing, it. begging people to help her, and people just keep filming it. Mm-hmm. Which I is a Seinfeld episode, right? Isn't it's, that uh, why they ended up in jail? Isn't that the finale? finale? That, that was the finale, yeah. Right. They ended up in jail because they were filming it. Right, which is in New York. Hmm. Maybe there's a connection there. I don't know what it is, but... I don't know. Maybe there's something to the idea that uh, maybe we should take the lesson to heart. Jesus is coming. Look busy. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Zai Rabbi Dave. And I, Friar Rod. Normally this time of the show, we we bring you some news stories about well, yeah, weird I, stuff. I didn't have anything this week. Were you I just busy it. or something? Or I just, nothing caught my eyes. And normally I, I look at the news really? articles and, and, you know, I find things that are, that I think are funny anyway. It know. has been a strange week for that. It has. It, it's been a strange week with, with regards to what's coming and what's not coming and with the, did the coronation kind of screw everything up because everybody's on edge about making fun of I think so. King Chuck. I, I, you know, the last few days, that that's all like on the – I use the Daily Mail a lot mm. for my news. Right, because you like the sports. Uh, well, I like the sports part, but also I think they have articles that are a little bit more fair in their coverage. Is that your go-to paper, the Daily Mail? Usually. It's that. I, I'll look at the, the Dredge Report just because they're an aggregation-type service, but mm. – so I have three newspaper subscriptions. Mm-hmm. I have the Kitsap Sun, which I I don't know why I have it because the Kitsap Sun website is freaking useless. I mean, it really <laughs> is. It gets updated about once a week. But I got a good deal on it. It was like $1 for a year. Oh, that's not bad. So I thought, well. I, I pay $50 for a weekly Oakdale Leader. Right. Which probably yeah. updates more often than, than it, the Kitsap Sun it's, it's once a week, but they do have other articles that pop yeah. up there. I have a New York Times subscription. Mm-hmm. The reason I have a New York Times subscription is because they have a great sports section and they have a great crossword, which I enjoy doing crosswords. Okay. And I realize I could get cheaper crosswords somewhere else, but it's the New York Times crossword. Which is the king? Well, it's the it's the king of uh, of crosswords, right? Mm-hmm. And so I literally read the sports section and the crossword section, and that's about it. I don't really know why I pay for and this. How, how much do you pay for that? Twelve dollars a month. Okay, which isn't bad. I mean, I I also occasionally read the cooking section because I do like to cook. Mm-hmm. So occasionally I'll read that. And every now and then, there's front page articles. And there was an article this week that I was actually going to talk about on my show that I didn't get to about mm-hmm. history is dying. And why is history dying? The teaching of history, not mm-hmm. history itself. History itself is obviously not dying. But but this this complaint, it was a great – it started out as a great article about how the problem with teaching history – you know, we've, we've, we've talked in the past about the fact that it's secondary education, college education – yeah. They're not nobody's taking history in, in college and blah 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 blah. This article talks about the fact that social studies has been essentially eliminated from the elementary mm. levels. Now I think that depends on where you are because you know, Ben obviously had social studies here before we decided to homeschool him. But but then it goes into this thing about you know whose fault this is, that the elementary school students are not being taught history and social studies. You know whose fault that is? Uh, no. George W. Bush's fault. Okay. And Republicans in Congress, because Obama tried to fix it, but they wouldn't let it. And so, Millsurp writer in our time, this is so typical of the New York Times and other newspapers in general, sure. because it's like, just give me the story. Don't give me, yeah. if want you want to do analysis, put that on the opinion page. Yeah. It's not George W. Bush's fault that your school is not teaching social studies. Sorry, it's just not. But- 
if you want to believe that, much like you want to believe a homeless, hungry guy is should just be left alone, well, I don't know how you argue that. I really don't. Yeah. But the other newspaper that I actually read and I actually enjoy reading, I know is the New York Post. I love the New York Post. Yeah. Their site, their website's good, too. Oh, this paper. So I was reading this morning because it's what I do. And you get this headline. You ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? Are you sitting down? I, I am sitting down. I Quote. do not have any liquids in my mouth, so I'm not going to spit them out. Quote. You can suck on Ching- King Charles's sausage fingers for just $60, unquote. <laughs> sausage fingers. The king's sexed-up subjects can suck on his infamous sausage fingers for just a little bit over $60. Did you know he had sausage fingers? I didn't see. I didn't even know. I didn't know. This is news to me, but... Apparently, this is a thing. Doesn't I Trump do. have sausage fingers, too? I don't have sausage fingers. I have very small hands. And T-Rex arms. No, those are not sausage fingers. Nope. Not showing me the other one, though. Not showing yeah. me the penis thumb. Okay. Just want to make sure it was still there. I'll have you know that my, my son-in-law told my wife about the penis thumb. She didn't hear the, the original show? No, she didn't. No, she didn't. She doesn't listen to our show, so. Okay, now I have to know what was her reaction to this. She's like, penis thumb, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I'm like, how did you hear about that? <laughs> and Dylan, my, my son-in-law, great guy, uh, ha- happened to tell her about it, was laughing. Well done, Dylan. Yep. Dylan, you should give her a weekly update on, on things. <laughs> you should So ahead of Saturday's royal ceremony, an e-cigarette company debuted its coronation collection of vapes that mirror King Chark's chunky claws. Chunky claws. (laughs) Retailing for $63. See, I don't know what that is in poundage. Uh, The set of 10 from Riot E-Liquid is modeled after the shape and size of the king's own finger, and one even bears a signet pinky ring. E-cigs are available in specially themed flavors, English breakfast tea, strawberry jam, Victoria sponge, (laughs) no clue what that is. See, now I got to look that up. Suck a woman's sponge. Victoria sponge. What is Victoria sponge? Should ask AI that. Oh, it's a sponge cake. Okay. It's, it's that's one of those ten things that sound dirty but really aren't. Yeah, Victoria sponge cake. But it sounds better when you just say Victoria sponge. sponge. That's like a porn name, right? It is. <laughs> uh, go tea wow. and scone, sausage roll, <sighs> Scotch eggs, coronation chicken. Did it beans and toast flavor? I don't know. Champagne. Prawn cocktail. There's a good name. Huh? Or English trifle. And then they have pictures of these things. So so these are vape, e-vape cigarette things. And good Lord, the man does have huge hands. Good God. 
those look like swollen or something. There's something wrong with this guy. I mean, I, I might have to take the under on the five years for the, <laughs> for the coronation. We should we should get a coffee mug with with the tat that we've been talking about on it. Right. And that should be the the winning the, the winner gets that. Right. <laughs> Prince Philip was a heavy smoker. Prince Harry loves a cigarette, and even the Queen Consort enjoys lighting up. At an important juncture in our royal timeline, we wanted to commemorate King Chuck with this unique 10-piece collection based on his famous digits. Since memorabilia for the historic event could be worth a pretty penny down the line, smokers may want to puff pass puff puff pass on using the vapes and treat them as a collector's item. <sighs> could make you 10 digits richer in 50 years time, he said. Good. God, that man's hands are... His fingernails look terrible. Holy crap. No wonder he hides his hands all the time. Yeah. I'm serious, man. He I doesn't mean, need one of those foam hands with like a foam finger. No. he, he, he It's weird. Anyway, in case you, uh, WTF, in case you smoke, and you shouldn't, if you do, you're a slob, because all smokers are slobs. And I mean that. I say it all the time, and people get mad. Dave, not me. <laughs> yes, even you. Anyway, if you are a smoker or if you, vaping pisses me off, too. Yeah. I hate driving behind people that vape. If it's so goddamn it great, why do, you, why do you breathe it out the window? Mm-hmm. Keep it in your car if it's so great. But no, they got to roll the window down and blow it out for everybody else to and it ain't Victoria Sponge. Nope. <laughs> it's the kind of thing that makes you say, WTF? Welcome back. Tis I, Dave. Tis I, Rod. Uh-oh. What you are hearing... You know what this is? What we're not seeing is a Christmas cake. A it's little... May, bitches. Yeah. And I still have one. Yep. Not going to eat it right now, though. Because... And, and it would be good even for the next year or two or three or five. I would imagine so. In 50 years' time, it might make me a pretty penny. All and I got to do is put a picture of King Chuck on it and... It'll be it'll be fresh even the day that King Chuck dies. I can't eat it. So here's my it. sad story. You ready? Okay. With everything I've been through in the last two months, mm-hmm. I have lost thirty pounds. Woo-hoo! Which, yeah, that's good if you're trying to lose it. Until the last week when I'm feeling better, mm-hmm. and one of the side consequences of feeling better is gaining weight. I can't stop eating. Uh. Now, that said, I can't eat a lot of things, but one of the things I can eat is cheese enchiladas, which I oh. happen to love. Happy Cinco de Mayo. So now I've only lost 25 pounds. Okay. Huh. 
so I can't eat that. I, cheese enchilada. Oh, God, I love cheese enchiladas. We didn't go out on Cinco de Mayo. We've no. learned our lesson about yeah. going out on Cinco no, de Mayo. It's, it's too much. So we actually went out the day before mm-hmm. when the restaurant was basically abandoned. In fact, it was so empty that they had one person working. He's handling <laughs> four tables, I think. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I'm just the only guy here today, so it might be a little slow. And eh, no biggie. We're not in a hurry. But I had my cheese enchilada. Can't eat chips, can't eat mm. stuff, but beans, rice, and enchilada, I'm okay. There you go. And did you know that nobody makes a frozen cheese enchilada? Nobody? Not that I can find around here. Hmm. All they make are burritos, frozen burritos, which are okay, but... I wonder if Costco has them. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Uh, I know they have really good flautas. Yeah. Anyway. That's uh, it, it's interesting because of course cheese enchiladas are vegan. Well, they're not vegan. Well, that's the asterisk vegan, right? That the people there there's some vegans that will have dairy still. Is it okay? Well, it turns out the United Nations has issued a report this week that eating vegan is bad for you. <gasps> so the United Nations. Right. The same people that are telling us that we have to eat vegan because otherwise the world is going to heat up and we're all going to to eat bugs. Die has informed us that veganism is bad. It's not good for you. You are not getting the appropriate minerals and vitamins and stuff in your enzymes and stuff. Right. And if you continue to eat vegan, you will die, which is true. Mm hmm. And you will die miserably because you will, A, not have the right vitamins and minerals and stuff in you that you need, and you will have lived your life miserably like Yule Gibbons and still die of a heart attack because we all going to go. Yep. There's nothing like a good steak. Or bacon, for that matter. So the United Nations has said, veganism, not good for you. Eat meat. Which is weird because the other departments of the United Nations are saying, please don't eat meat because it creates yeah. methane. and Yeah, greenhouse gases. So how do you know who to believe? You just go with your gut. Well, <laughs> these days that would be a mistake on my part. <laughs> i got to figure out how to stop eating. And I'm so limited as to what I can eat. French fries. And they have to be the thick French fries. They can't be... McDonald's fries are too thin, and my teeth grow, bang together, huh. and it hurts. But it's big steak fries, waffle yeah. fries, that that's okay, because oh, they're thick enough that the teeth don't bang together. Huh. Is that stupid? Does that yeah. sound as stupid to you as it does, it does to me? That just means you need a handful of McDonald's fries. You need to eat a handful, not just one. Well, the problem with that is that once you get the initial bite in, you still have to chew them. True. And if you have a big handful of them, and you're trying to chew with just your front teeth, that doesn't work real well. No. I got to figure out what to do, because I... Look. uh, Implants. Yeah, but then I'm going to start eating again, and I'm going to go back up. I'm going to balloon back up. Do you know how nice it is right now that everything in my closet fits? 
I don't know that feeling. I'm wearing shirts. <laughs> I, I've been wearing shirts for the last two weeks that I'm worn in two years. I'm still suffering from the COVID-35. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have that problem, but I didn't realize. I don't know. I got to figure out what to do. But I don't know what to do. I know I can't eat this thing because if I eat this thing, it's. I, I'm looking at the thing. This thing maybe weighs what three ounces? Maybe. It, it, yeah, it'll account and for I, more than that. And I guarantee, if I eat it, I'll gain five, five pounds just from eating that. Yep. <sighs> oh well, and I'm not as young as I used to be, so that's why I have this. You know what that is? Uh no. This is fast acting. Long-lasting dragon deep tissue solve. Three times faster nano emulsified cannabinoids. Hmm. Cocoa butter, camphor oil, Memphis, cannabis extract, extracted oil. Okay. Now, I have spent CBD? most of my life, yeah. I've spent most of the last few years, people say, do you use CDB oil on your joints? And I'm like, no. Does it work? No. <laughs> but a family member gave me this and said, you really need to try this. And my ex-wife was even texting me yesterday saying, you really need to try this. It works. It doesn't do much. The okay. ibuprofen, far more effective. Mm-hmm. And doesn't smell nearly as bad. Yeah. This, ugh. I don't know. Anyway, I have tried it. I did not find it that effective. I think. I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it would hurt worse if I didn't use it. But for my money, ibuprofen is the way to go. So there you go. Happy King Chuck Coronated Day. Yeah. Happy. God save the king. (laughs) Yay. All I can think of is the Sex Pistols, man. That's that's all I can think of right now. So here's my question for you: the liver, your your, your Newcastle. Sorry, I couldn't think of the name. Sure. Game starts here in seven minutes. Are they going to boo the national anthem or not? No, they don't. They're not going to play the national anthem. Oh, because you guys are up there in Newcastle, all the way up in the. Tyneside. You guys are right on the border with Scotland, right? Yeah, they're up there, northeast. Well. That's too bad. Newcastle upon the time. I would have liked to. Have, I would have liked to have heard that. We'll see what happens. On that note, I am Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod. And this has been yet another edition, although not not our greatest edition. I have to be honest with you. This okay, is, we've just been kind of yeah, we, we've been we've Gavin chit chatting, sliding through. I'm gonna blame Chuck. We're very goliardish today. We just don't care about anything today. No. I haven't We're finished seeing, my first cup of coffee. Right. So. That's part of the problem. We haven't had enough coffee. We haven't had enough. So blame me because I'm the one that had to start early. Okay. I'm okay with that. I'm Rabbi Dave. <laughs> I'm Friar Rod. And this has been... What the fuck?